show everyone welcome to dog talk your favorite hour of the week or should i say one of your favorite hours of the week we are here my wife deb and i and we broadcast till 8 p.m uh i've got some exciting news to share with the listeners if you miss an episode of dog talk you don't need to worry because uh now uh, all of the dog talk shows are podcasted on spotify and they are podcasted on iTunes. And uh, I got word from the radio station last week that that's what's happening. So isn't that great? So you can check out an episode that way in case you're busy and you can't catch the live show Monday night at 7 o'clock. I think that's pretty Not good. More convenient. you got to remember, I'm a kind of guy that started the Dog Talk radio show 27 years ago uh, on a radio station that you could really, at that time, only hear my show if you were within the signal range right. of the the yeah. terrestrial signal range of the AM signal. Yeah. And a little station out in Welland on Forks Road. And my show was uh, Saturday mornings at 7 o'clock. And I'm not a morning guy. So I was all raspy, all raspy, and all dehydrated. And so I wasn't really doing too good on the radio. Uh, still not doing too good now, but evening's a hell of a lot better for me than an early morning show. Yeah. We're glad you're here with us. We're going to have a lot of fun on the program, as we always do. Our good friend, Dr. Aaron Bond, is here. Say hello to Dr. Bond. Hey, brother. How's it going? Good to see you. Long time no see. Yeah. And uh, do you want to grab the other mic? Just so you come in a little more clear. There, just grab that other microphone oh, if you one. can. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the one, Deb. Now, just good. shout loud as you can into that mic to make sure. Well, how's this? Okay. Is that a little bit better? That one's no good either? Uh -oh. Okay. Oh, no. Technical problem. Here, let's use this one. Let's try the third one. Try that one. <clears throat> On today's show, we're going to chit-chat with Dr. Aaron Bond. We're also going to chit-chat with... Uh, you got that, Dr. Bond? I think so. Okay, that's there, much better. Yeah. Better, better. We're in business. Woo. Yeah, we're in business. Bitches. <laughs> you can say bitches on this show because that's what a female dog is. Of course it is. Of course it is. You hear that. You say bitch all the time. All the time. <laughs> when you're at your veterinary clinic, you yes. say that. You say, how old is your bitch? I mean, that's just a thing you say when you're a vet or a trainer. Uh, we're going to be uh, talking to Grant Crossman. He is the director of the Canadian Pet Expo. He's also the director of the Niagara Pet Expo. So he'll be chatting with us because that's coming up in June yeah. at the Scotiabank Convention Center. Fast. And, of course, I'll be there demonstrating with a, with a pack of dogs, just like we did last year. Yeah. So that'll be great. I want to mention that Dr. Bond is the owner of the Maine West Animal Hospital, also the Heartland Animal Hospital. Maine West is in Welland, Heartland Animal Hospital is Niagara Falls. And he has two golden retrievers. Yes. All around great guy. If you haven't heard him before, I think you'll really love what he has to say on today's program. There's a little stress for you. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Let's slide over to the old telephone and say hello to Grant Crossman, director of Canadian Pet Expo. Hello there, Grant. 
Hello, folks. How's everyone tonight? We're doing good, Grant. How are you? Good. Just battling a bit of a cold, but I'm getting through it. Well, oh, you sound dear. good and you look good, too. Thank you. You look good. How's things been going with you? Are you getting excited about the Niagara Pet Expo that you're producing in Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada? You know, we love it. That, that's that's like our, our second home now. We're bringing the energy from the Pet Expo, uh, the CPE. We're bringing in the whole family, the whole gamut, you name it. we got celebrity pets coming in. we got the dock diving. we got lure court. We're all nice. we're ready to go. We're ready to go. So we're hoping Niagara's going to take us in and open arms and uh, welcome us once again. So, What was the attendance last year uh, in the two-day time frame uh, when you ran the Canadian Pet Expo, which we call the Niagara Pet Expo at the Scotiabank Convention yeah. Centre in Niagara Falls? Any, can you give us a ballpark number yeah. of what the attendance was for um, for people visiting? Yeah, we were excited to see the Niagara Pet Expo enjoyed uh, by just over 7,500 pet enthusiasts, uh, just over 140 booths that involved, you know, everything dog, cat, you know, reptiles, small animals, birds. We had just over 1,900 pets come through the doors in the studio. Wow. Oh, wow. That's great. The advantage of the dock diving, the lure course, and the cat show, and all the fun festivities. Because remember, the Niagara Pet Expo is all about interaction. And we That's want right. people to engage their pets and, and, and really, you know, fulfill their enrichment of their, of their pets' lives by learning from specialists such as yourself. Interaction um, is my middle name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially in the mornings, right? Yeah. yeah. In the morning is yeah. when I interact best with Deb. Yeah. You know, but it's not just like the celebrity pets. You got to remember, for our celebrity pets, we bring out like Smelson and we bring out Hortons McSnorton and we bring out the Iggy and Merlin and we bring out all the celebrity pets. It's all about, you know, engaging that world. But at the same time, the pet enthusiasts at home, we want to make sure that, you know, they learn from the best and, and learn the safest and most responsible pet ownership methods out there. You know, this is, it's important to mention, Grant, this is a dog friendly event, is it not? Oh, it's a pet-friendly event. Yes, you can bring your, your cat on a leash. You can bring your dog. You can bring your... All uh, kinds of pets. You can bring yeah, your billy goat, your Vietnamese potbelly pig. Yeah, bring their family pet members. Uh, remember to fill out the pet waiver, or we'll have pet waivers online. We ask uh, no retractable leashes. Or of course, good. of course, of course, no retractable leashes. Yeah, we, we lock them up, or we tie in a knot. And it's more or less pretty <laughs> enough for the pets. So. You prefer the dogs and the pets to be closer to their masters. Uh, generally, what do you like, Grant? Uh, anywhere from a four-foot to a six-foot leash? Yeah, four to six, max. You yeah. know, we try to cut it off at six, and anything above yes. and beyond that, we're just going to tie in a knot. <laughs> give, give us the date of the event, please. June 15th and 16th, Scotiabank Centre. Um, if you go online now and purchase the tickets ahead of time, you're saving some money. Um, parking is um, available on site, and you'll be reimbursed for the ticket purchase at the gate. So that way, parking is actually free oh, nice. um, for everybody, but we have to go through the politics of the venue, but it's great. Um, remember, it, it's not just dogs and cats. We have some great reptile vendors, Port Credit Pets, Reptiles R Us, a Dragons, a lot of uh, Lizard King, a homegrown Niagara reptile specialist. You know, we got Mark from Exotic Wings and Things, probably one of the greatest avian minds in Canada. Um, he'll tell you everything you want to know from your society finch to your you know, military macaw. Um, we got the St. Catharines Aquarium Club coming out doing a display, and the cat show alone. I know this is. How many pussy cats do you expect to to be entered uh, in the cat show? How many pussy cats do you expect? Well, they're they're blocking in 150 each show, four shows throughout the weekend. Are you serious? 150 wow. pussy cats, individual yeah. pussy cats per day. Per day. Wow. 
Wow. Times that's four. three. That's a lot of kitty cats. Times four. Oh, times four. Right. So that's 600 pussy cats. That's insane. Yeah, that's 600 judging, judging cats on site. Wow. Long-haired, short-haired. That's like a catnip sale. Some of them don't have yeah. any hair. Sorry, we interrupted you. Sorry, Grant, what did you say? It's like a catnip what? It's catnip salesperson's dreamland there to have all the cats on one You know, when I was in high school, I knew a kid that actually smoked catnip one time. Ew. Crazy kid was out of pot, and he said he'd try some catnip. I said, don't do that. It can't be good for you. No. <laughs> and no, it wasn't me, for those that are saying, yeah, it was probably you, Dave. It's probably you. No, it was not me. Listen, we have to take a short break. Stay on the line, uh, Grant Crossman. We're going to come right back to you and continue chatting briefly about the Canadian Pet Expo, which is the also the Niagara Pet Expo that hits uh, Niagara Falls here uh, coming up in June. And it's going to be exciting. We'll talk a bit more about that as soon as we come back from commercial. And also, we have a Dr. Aaron Bond here. He's going to take your questions. We've got a bunch of things we're going to chit-chat about. So, more dog talk right after these words. You're listening to Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Welcome back to Dog Talk. It's that time of year again when the Niagara Pet Expo comes to Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. Niagara Pet Expo uh, is a great place for you to come and enjoy seeing all kinds of different animals. It's a dog-friendly event. It's a pet-friendly event, actually, so you can bring your pet. You've got to sign a waiver, though, and you got to go to the website, and uh, we'll get uh, Grant Crossman to tell us a little bit more about the event. Grant Crossman is the director of the Canadian Pet Expo uh, and has many pet Expos held at the Toronto International Center, which we love that one as well. Right, big. And of course, we've got animals. the we've got the one coming up in June at the Scotiabank Convention Center. So you must be getting busy now. What goes into setting this up is more than people can imagine. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> like you've got an amazing team, though. I've well, met we, I've we met got... some of your team. These are nice people, and they're sharp as a tack. Yeah, we got a great family, you know, and and everyone that we we bring into our family, just like yourself. It's all about the, the passion that we share. It's about the responsibility that we share to other families and other pet family members. Um, and we take it quite seriously, right? We, we want to make sure that everyone has a good time. We want them to learn something. And we're so thankful to be able to work with individuals like yourself and Deb that really just, you know, have, have really you know, set the path. Like you said, you know, your, your dog show, radio show has been on for so many years and has set a path for all of us and, and uh, you know, Thank you very much on my behalf for everything you've done. So my pleasure. Um, we're just continuing continuing that legacy to the next group, and we love it. Niagara Pet Expo is coming up. You know, we want everyone to come out and enjoy the weekend, and uh, it'll be fun. Is is this a, a, a really family friendly event as well? Yes. Oh, hundred percent. Yes. You know, we everyone else says you know, Grant, what, what's your best part? What do you enjoy the most? And what I enjoy the most is watching non-pet yet or not yet pet families <laughs> engaging with other pet families and you can tell they're doing their research they're finding that real special breed that's going to fit in their lifestyle right because a lot of people don't really know the origin of the breeds and the needs of those breeds to keep their lives you know happy and fulfilled right so it's nice to see those families reaching out to everyone as they're walking through and the kids just love it you know it's, it's really good and our team's there to make sure the engagement is proper and it's not just, you know, 
um, individuals grabbing onto people's pets and stuff. We kind of walk them through how to properly introduce yourself to whether it's a dog or cat or a bearded dragon. Awesome. Awesome. You know, and all ages of people, people pushing, uh, uh, you know, baby strollers and, uh, and uh, you know, everything from teenagers to senior citizens are an awesome family event, really is. You know, can you give us the admission prices? Because I know someone's going to be asking me about that. Yeah, adults are $15, but if you purchase them online now, they're $12. And then um, I believe uh, beginning in June, they go up to 15 They're available on, online or at the door. At the door, they're $15 for adults, $8 for children. $42 for a family pass, which is two adults, three kids, or two adults, three seniors. Uh, pet attendance is free. Um, you know, but listen on to the radio, to the David Mann radio show because we're going to give you a ton of tickets to give away from now until then. So um, there's going to be lots of opportunities out there. And if there's any, any groups out there in the Niagara area, dog rescues, cat clubs and stuff, and they want to participate, but, and we understand the funding can be tough. This is a great opportunity to get your name out there. Contact me. I'll make it happen for you. Just say, hey, Grant, you know, we want to get our message out there. We're all about you know, the rehoming and the education and the research, whether it's reptiles, small animals, dog, cat, whatever. You know, that's what it's all about. And you'll have the local humane societies there again this year? Yeah, yeah we're very excited. Um, Welland, Niagara, Welland, Welland County and Lincoln County, but Welland and Niagara are coming out. We're doing an actual microchipping on site as well as the uh, blood donor clinic for dogs is ha- taking place for both days. Cool. Um, and that's being done by the Welland group itself too. So, Excellent. Now, have you got the itinerary posted on the uh, website yet? All the details are up there as far as times, parking, address, dates. Um, admissions. Our schedule is being set and it'll be posted by late next Friday. We'll have all the fun, you know, the dock diving times. and you'll, You won't miss it because we always have the docks right at the corner outside of the Scotiabank Center. And there's nothing better than watching a golden retriever splashing down at 22,000 gallons there in the sun. It's beautiful. Um, the lure course will be inside. That goes throughout the day. And then the cat show breeds. Well, that's just a whole schedule on its own so well my team is really looking forward to putting on a dog obedience demonstration both on the saturday and the sunday yeah we're excited to see that again so that's going to be good we'll do some personal protection training uh, we'll do some obedience and we'll do some scent detection just like awesome. we did last year and we were very well received by the crowd yeah very exciting we look forward to you know sharing our weekend with you and all of niagara and you know everyone from the u.s that comes over and spends the weekend with us well so there's a lot of great Pet-friendly hotels in Niagara, a lot of people don't even know that. Um, By all means, you know, the the companionship and the companion pets are welcomed in Niagara Falls and the hotels. Just reach out to them and, and, you know, they'll let you know at the front desk. But, yeah, there's quite a few of them. Yeah. Now, can you direct the listeners to your website? Sure. www.canadianpetexpo.ca or niagarapetexpo.ca. We're we're gearing everyone towards the canadianpetexpo.ca because that has all the foundation of the shows and we'll link it right over we'll have you on the show a couple of more times as we approach the dates for the niagara pet expo thanks grant for calling in and have yourself an awesome night you too all the best Deb. have a good night Bye. take care grant. Thanks, grant 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 crossman from the uh <clears throat> canadian pet expo also the producer of the niagara pet expo it's always a blast as i said we'll be putting on a dog obedience demonstration from the dave mcmahon dog academy both on the saturday and the sunday and we will have a booth there having a booth there is nice because people can stop by the booth and they can ask me questions about dog behavior and uh, what you know shoot the breeze so that's always good uh we are going to do a little bit of a contest we've got lots of questions for dr bond 
you may have some questions for him as well. Uh, the contest, a little bit of dog trivia. It's your chance to win a pair of tickets to the Merrittville Speedway, um, which is awesome if you want to enjoy an evening of car racing. And we've got a lot of racing fans in the Niagara region. Uh, and uh, the question is, name a breed of dog that has a docked tail. I never said these questions would be challenging or difficult. Name a breed of dog that has a docked tail. Call now, 905-688-2582. That's 905-688-2582. Once again, 905-688-2582. Name a breed of dog. Name a breed of dog that has a docked tail, and you will win a pair of tickets to the Merrittville Speedway, which is great. And those tickets will be available right up until 8 p.m. this evening. Uh, i got a question for you, Dr. Bond. These are... Um, the time of year now where we got to start thinking about the flea and tick preventative. Yes, sir. And then, of course, we've got heartworm uh, that we've got to look at. <clears throat> as far as the flea and tick uh, preventative, I know that you have a brand that you recommend. Can you tell our listeners the brand that you recommend? Yeah, I mean, the one I, I, I like to use is, is called Prevecto. It comes as both. Um, it's a topical, you know, if your dog you won't take pills or it comes as a chewable tablet. Um, really well received, quite safe, um, and you know, we've got thousands and thousands of dogs on it. Excellent for tick and flea control, 100% control for three months. And that's a nice thing. You don't have to give pills every month. You just put it, give it once. It, it lasts for three months. You set in your phone a little alarm. You can give it again. Uh, two pills basically covers the whole summer. Around here, especially if you're in areas of ticks, we do recommend year-round prevention because there's ticks year-round, especially the deer ticks that carry Lyme disease. Prevecto is an awesome product, um, and, and that's what I use for my dogs and have for probably the past, past five, six years. No issues with fleas and ticks at all. Good. So um, from what I've read, it's going to be a really, really nasty year with ticks. Yeah, it already uh, is. Like a huge... Because of the damp weather? A huge infestation of ticks in Canada this summer. I've read a few articles about right. that. So w what is your comments on that? You know, I'm not a... What, what do they call that? I'm not an insect guy in terms of, uh, you know, knowing what makes the ticks go. But what we do know What is, makes a tick tick? What makes a tick tick? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but what, what I do know is that, you know, they're insects and they do reproduce exponentially. And... Yeah. You know, certain ticks like the dog tick are pretty well, um, you know, found in this area. They've kind of embedded themselves, and they're probably at their maximum population levels, which are pretty heavy. Uh, but the deer tick has lots of room to exploit habitat that's suitable for it, and it's just growing in its in its its number. Mm -hmm. They actually say, Dave, in Canada, by 2000 and I can't remember 28, I think it is 2028, 2025, which isn't that long away. No. They say up to 75 percent of the population of Canada will be in an area that's exposed to Lyme disease. Oh, my goodness. With how fast it's spreading. That's not good. Yeah. Not good at yeah. all. Yeah. So the, the, you know, the deer tick is really exploding, and people need to be aware of what it looks like and how to check themselves and yes. make that part of the routine. In fact, people check their dogs more often than they check themselves. Yeah. It's it's yes. important to check your dog, but those thick, if you use Brevector or, or other tick products out there that are effective, you don't really have to worry much about your dog. Right. But you yourself, worry about you. Yeah, and your kids yeah. and, and things like that. So um, something really to take serious because of the risk. Yeah. yeah. Very good. So Brevecto is the best one that you recommend. I, I, I like that product. We've had really good success with it. Very good. We're going to take a short little break uh, and hear some messages from our sponsors. Again, it's your chance to win the pair of tickets to Merrittville Speedway to enjoy a fun evening of car racing. Name a breed of dog that has a docked tail. Call now, 905-688-2582. 905-688-2582. Who wants to go to Merrittville Speedway? Name a breed of dog that has a docked tail. 
tail. Maybe you own a breed of dog that is a dock tail. Maybe you had the tail docked because the tail was knocking your coffee and your beer off the coffee table. Maybe the tail was getting in the way. We'll talk about docking tails and cropping ears a little bit later. All right, we'll be right back with more Dog Talk. I'm Dave the Dog Man. Listening to Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTV. This segment brought to you by Maine West Animal Hospital. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. Woof woof. We're going to slide over the old telephone in the Garden City of St. Catharines. We've got Fiona calling in, trying to win a pair of uh, complimentary tickets to Merrittville Speedway. Hello there, Fiona. I'm Dave the Dogman. What's going on with you? Not much. I just had my dog Daisy down at uh, Port Toulouse just now. Cool. Good for you. You had a nice yeah, little walkie poo. Do you have a nice little walkie poo with your dog? Uh, yes, and a poo bag as well. And a poo bag. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> now, you know what you're supposed to do after the dog hangs a dump? Uh, Command sit. And then take the poo bag out and pick it up. I teach my students this at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy. Always command sit so that when you're picking up the poo, the dog isn't going in circles around you, tangling you up with the leash. <laughs> anyway, I, I know you I know you want to win the pair of tickets to Merrittville Speedway. Name a breed of dog that has a dock tail ready set. Go. Well, I used to have one, a teacup Yorkie. A teacup Yorkie. Or a Yorkshire Terrier. Yorkshire Terrier. Yes, very good. Let's put our paws together and give you a big clap. There were so many others you could have said, you know, Rottweiler, Doberman. Oh, absolutely. But a lot of Rotties are... But she likes the small ones. You like the small ones. Debbie likes the small ones, too. Debbie's got a little chihuahua (laughs) named Hannah Banana that has a bigger personality than me. Yes, she does. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for your call, Fiona, and stay on the line, and our producer's going to explain how you're going to get your tickets to Merrittville Speedway, okay? Thanks for partaking. Thank you so much. Take care, Fiona. Bye-bye now. Bye. Nice girl, nice girl. You could just tell by her voice. Yes, you can. Hey, now listen, the listeners have to, to really pay attention. Pay attention. If somebody's talking to you right now, tell them to be quiet, because this is important. Dr. Bon is here. He's a veterinarian, the owner of the Maine West Animal Hospital. Also, he owns two golden retrievers, big-time dog lover himself, and he uh, enjoys outdoors and hiking and things of this sort. Uh, He also owns the uh, Heartland Animal Hospital, as I've mentioned earlier. Uh, Dr. Bond tells us we have to be on the lookout for the Lone Star Tick. This tick can be a real thorn in our side. Absolutely. It really can, and it can cause horrible things to happen to you, to me, to the listener at home right now. you got to be careful. I uh, hate bugs. Yeah. Well, yeah. ticks. ticks of any is, kind. But the Lone Star Tick, you know, he sounds like he would just be very innocent, you know, just like he's a loner, he doesn't bother anyone, he's very aloof and just keeps away, right? Because he's a, nope. he's a Lone Star, he's yeah. a loner, right? But Dr. Bond's going to tell us everything we need to know about the Lone Star Tick. Yeah, so we're, we're just we're just talking off air, and I just mentioned this to Dave, and he said, you, you've got to tell our listeners. So yeah. Lone Star Tick is not a well-established tick in Ontario. We have found it just the last couple years, um, a little bit.
little pockets here and there. They haven't been able to find any nymphs yet, which mean a reproducing population. However, it's found in upper New York, Pennsylvania, a lot of the bordering states. So it's only a matter of time before it gets there. The crazy thing about this tick, um, besides transmitting some serious diseases that people and dogs can get, is that a certain subset of people that are bit by this tick, the Lone Star Tick, uh, the technical name is Amblyoba americanum, if they're bit repeat, by th- repeat that, please. It's Amblyoma americanum. <laughs> Amblyomium americanum. Pretty wow. close. Pretty <laughs> close. <laughs> uh, but it's the Lone Star ticket. If I, you just Google it. Yes, yes, I've read about it, what but col- I don't know much color about it. What color is it? It's brown, like all it's ticks. But brown? it has a, has a you know, uh, on the scutum, which is the back of the tick, it has this, uh, looks like a Lone Star picture or something like that. So that's how it got its name. Crazy, anyway, the most crazy. important thing is if you get bit by this tick, there's a possibility a certain subset of people develop a life-threatening anaphylactic, which is allergic reaction, yes. to red meat for the rest of their life. And they can no longer eat red meat. So wow. you get bit by this tick. Not everybody, but certain people. There's quite a few that will never will be allergic to red meat for the rest of their life because a protein in that tick saliva shares a lot of commonality with certain proteins we find in what I call ruminants, so cows, deer, pigs, sheep, you know, goats, things like that. Okay. And so they cross-react. So if you eat red meat, you could die. Wow. So it might make you healthier. That's not good. But it's scary. So something yeah. to, be, to be aware of. We haven't seen that yet in dogs. We haven't seen any dogs become allergic to red meat uh, because of it. It's, it's farm animals that are getting them? No, I mean they they prime they, they they don't they don't discriminate they they take people dogs oh, cats okay. anything else yeah um, but it's not and it's, there's not a lot in this area but we need to be aware of it because you don't want to be that person that figures out oh hey we've got this tick well, and people now go on vacation right? now every time I eat a steak I uh, blow up and almost die from it yeah. so just, terrible terrible yeah, good to watch out for. Lone the, Star Tick. Terrible. The Lone Star Tick. It's it's just not a fun tick to have on no, your body. No, ticks are not fun in general. There, there what, are no what ticks is, that are fun, Dave. What is the best way to take a tick off of your body? So the best thing to do is not put anything caustic on it. So some people will put alcohol on it and things like that. Because what happens if you put a flame to it or anything that tick that makes it, when it's bur- buried its head in you, squirm, it's going to vomit. Okay? Right, right. And then it vomits into your skin. And so... You'll be able to take it off anyway, but after you've done something to it, like put a lighter to it, it's going to vomit in your skin, and it's more bacteria under the skin, more reaction, more allergic reaction, more chance for infection at the bite site. That sounds really gross. Yeah, so the best thing to do is just gently, I mean, you can get tick twisters, which are available at lots of stores, Pet yeah. Food Outlet Drug has store. them, we have them, or you can just use your fingers, which is what I do. Good plug for Pet Food Outlet. Pull yeah. it out. <laughs> Tim, you owe me. <laughs> joking. Tim owes um, your lunch now. No, but just grab them, pull gently until it releases and comes right out. You can use your fingers. I'm sorry. Because if you crush it, if you crush it first using a, 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 you know, a tweezer or something like that, you're gonna make it inadvertently vomit into you, which is gonna leave a lot of stuff behind after you take that tick out, and your body's gonna react to it. So more likely to get an infection, more likely to have pain after inflammation. Just pull the little sucker out. I heard if you drink more beer, if you increase your beer you get the tick drunk intake, <laughs> the ticks won't bother you because the the, the beer is going to come out of your, your skin? pores. They won't like to taste you. That's uh, what I heard. I don't know. I don't know if it's true. You know, but you got to drink. But it sounds good to me. You got to drink crappy beer. They they like that uh, that craft stuff. Those ticks love it. I like my craft beer. <laughs> 
Okay, so we've. What do we got to do? We gotta. We gotta make sure we strip naked before bed. Yes. And examine our and bodies. Your children. Thoroughly. Examine your body, children. And you know the thing I, I I find most people don't know what to do. How do you kill ticks? If you find ticks on your body as you come in from outside, you're gonna have ticks in your clothes. So if you just take your clothes off. And don't do anything with them. Those ticks are going to get off your clothes. They're going to your carpet. They'll wait till you walk by next time. And they're going to jump on. And they're going to jump on you. Yes. So how you re- rid yourself is take your clothes, throw them in the dryer, oh, put them okay. on a short heat cycle, yes. dry cycle, and that will kill ticks. What kills ticks is desiccation, meaning drying out. Okay. That's why you know they don't like the short grass in the hot summer months uh-huh. because they don't have shade, so they dry out. Oh, so okay. they like shaded areas. So yeah. take your clothes off. Put them in the dryer. Don't put them in the laundry basket because the ticks will just climb out and be all over you. Especially children. Good advice. They're, they're always on the grass. Don't put your dog in the laundry in, in the dryer. Don't put the dog in the Use dryer. Use Brevecto. You don't have to worry about it afterwards. That's right. That's right. We're going to take a short little commercial break. It's going to be your chance, though, to win a pooper scooper, a four-foot pooper scooper. This is a big pooper scooper shovel. This thing will handle a, the poop of a horse. I mean, <laughs> uh, if you've got a big Great Dane or a dog to Bordeaux I was going to tell you, that's a big pooper this scooper. This will handle a massive dog really? turd. This thing's it's got huge. got like a shovel on the end of it. Your chance to win this big, massive pooper Pooper Scooper compliments of the Pet Food Outlet located 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Uh, name a breed of dog that has cropped ears. Name a breed of dog that has cropped ears and call now. 905-688-2582. 905-688-2582. We'll be back with more dog talk. We'll continue our conversation with Dr. Bond right after these words. Serving, serving USA. with Dave McMahon continues on News Talk 610 CKTV. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. I'm Dave McMahon. We're here with Dr. Aaron Bond. Your chance to win the big, large pooper scooper. Compliments of the pet food outlet. Let's go to uh, Adrian in the Garden City of St. Catharines. Hi there, Adrian. Welcome to Dog Talk on 610. Hi, Davey. There. Yeah. Do I have your name correct? Yes, you do. Oh, that's good. I did good because I don't have my glasses on and I'm looking from two feet away. <laughs> I'm here. Well, it depends who you ask. I think I'm here, but others may say, you know, I'm not. But anyway, so uh, so name a breed of dog that has their ears cropped, and you walk away with this great big pooper scooper that could really move a horse. Poo. You have a big dog. Like a horse, he's good <laughs> yes, enough for a do. horse poo poo. I do have a large dog, yes. Yo, you do? What uh, breed do you have? I do. Uh, he's part Mastiff and part Lab. So, oh, no. okay. so he really takes he's a good dump. You need an excavator. He, yeah, 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 you need an excavator. He takes a hefty dump, I bet. Uh, yes, most definitely. <laughs> okay, so name a breed of dog that has his ears cropped. I would say a Doberman Pinscher. There you go. Put your paws together. That's the correct answer. Very good. Congratulations. You won the big, big pooper scooper compliments of Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Stay on the line. Our producer's going to explain how and where and when you're going to pick up your pooper scooper. Awesome. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you, Adrian. Have yourself a good doggone great night. Thank you. You too. See you later. Bye-bye now. All right. So uh, the vast majority of veterinarians are against cropping ears and docking 
entails. As a teenager, I had two Dobermans, uh, and both Dobermans had their ears cropped. In them days, they did it. In, yep. the, in them days, hey, in them days, the olden the stuff olden like days. that. In the olden days. In the olden, that's how you say you're old. In the olden. Back <laughs> in the olden days, it was nothing just to get their ears cropped. Yeah. You know? And it wasn't nothing. Like, they still have to go It was a pain in the neck yeah. for me to have to tape those ears. Well, can you imagine... Yeah, it was a pain in, the, pain in the ears for the yeah. dogs oh, to yeah. have to endure yeah. it. It's hard. So as a veterinarian yourself, Dr. Bond, you do not crop dogs' ears. No. For the record. No, absolutely not. And you do not dock tails or amputate tails? No. Not, you know, and not, I said not anymore. I, you know, I did earlier in my, in my um, career career and profession. And, you know, the reason would be because that's what we did. There's not yeah. really a good justification for it. That's just it, what we did. It wasn't really thought about. Yeah. It was just done, um, right? But I think as we grow as a society and and you know as people and humans and really think about it and really think about you know yeah. what is it for i mean they don't really need it you know it's it's medically there's no doubt it's no. unarguable that it's painful they used to say you know all oh, the nerves aren't development they don't feel pain oh, the same crap. way when they're young and all this stuff i mean say the same thing with circumcision and things yeah. you know but you feel it you know yeah. you just don't remember it necessarily yeah. um so there's no doubt about that but um yeah you know, a recent study with the Ontario Vet Medical Association has shown that most veterinarians are against, and a lot of a lot of jurisdictions in you know in Canada and in the U.S. It's totally banned any sort of what we call cosmetic surgery and surgical right. uh, enhancement for for dogs Make and for cats. Good. Yeah. And, the, and the tail docking and the ear cropping certainly fall under that. Oh, uh, definitely they do. I mean, tail docking tails like an it's like an extra digit. There's there's just as much nerve supply and blood supply to a tail as there is to a foot. You. You could be cutting off the foot to have the same pain level, um, you know. As I'm, it's, so it's amputation for sure. And Do the vets freeze it when they amputate it's, the tail? It's tails? very difficult to freeze. I mean, um, you know, the toxic dose of, of medication at that stage. Some some do. Some will say they do. They don't do it completely. I'll tell you that right now because the toxic dose, the volume of medication you need, is very close to the toxic dose. So you can't you can't put them under anesthetic. Usually they do it when they're like by really far and away. I mean, I've seen literally hundreds of veterinarians do it, um, and I you know this might be polarizing. I'll probably get somebody calling me up saying, "Oh, I do it." Whatever. Yeah. Come, come argue me. I, I dare you to. Uh, I'm serious. Uh, uh, you know, like step they, into the conversation. Yeah. By that far and away, you, you hold these puppies down. Yeah. You get someone that's really good. And you shave them up. and you do it while they're wide awake, while they're you know two less than four days old, and you feel bad about. It. You have this whole pile of tails there, and uh, no one thinks about it afterwards. But that's yeah. what happens. Yeah. yeah. Just Big pile that. of tails. Yeah. See, when, you, when you say it like that, that's, that's exactly what awful. it is. Let's, 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 go go let's go to Big Bob. He's calling in from Niagara Falls, yeah. which was once known as the honeymoon capital of the world sure <laughs> hi there big bob it's dave the dog man what's up and a fine good evening to you all i've been waiting for this chance for a long time because i only get your show periodically but dr bond i need to ask you a direct question sure i have a dog it's called a well the, it's not a breed it's a type of dog it's called an alaskan husky okay okay now uh, this is going back two years ago. We tried to get his nails cut. Right. And he freaked. He climbed the wall of the examination room. Very common for that breed. And I, he won't let anyone touch him, but I've noticed his toes, especially today, are starting to deform. Yes, they will. Now, can you anesthes- give a slight anesthetic or... Tranquilizer. Tranquilizer. That's the word I was looking for. Uh for this dog to have his nails actually cut at your clinic. Yeah, of course. And that's that's usually what needs to happen. I mean, ultimately, what you want to do when you're dealing with these animals is have a stress-free environment. If it takes a lot of restraint, 
to hold an animal down. I'm a big guy. I can hold down just about any animal possible. But that'll be the last time I do it, and it's not really enjoyable for the animal or necessarily safe. Because it really it damages the psyche of the dog, too. Yeah, you absolutely. To you'll you'll, you'll do it once. And, I mean, something like nails. So you probably, I mean, oral sedatives are available. They're probably not going to cut it. You probably need your dog just about under general anesthesia, yep. which, you know, you can do. Um with uh, you know, with injectable anesthesia, but yeah, it's totally possible to uh, to do it. I say this in, in the sense that you know, I would need to examine your animal or any veterinarian yes, should to make sure it's safe. Listen to their heart because there are risks that are. But those are his that. options, though. Yeah, but you should. That, that, that's your best option. Well, the the thing was the the doctor who last had him asked him to cut the nails, and he wouldn't he wouldn't give the dog the uh, tranquilizer. And he refused to do it. And I said, well, how else are we going to do it? And he says, it's not my problem. And I went, well, what? Yeah. Well, I guess uh, you went, what? When that happens, it's time to get another vet. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I, you know, I, I can tell you, just you know, speaking for myself, but a lot of my colleagues I talk to, most of us would, would use a, a, you know, a sedation so the dog doesn't feel anything, so there's not that stressful um, environment. Well, um, I'll be making an appointment at your Niagara Falls clinic uh, tomorrow, in fact. Sure. Okay, thank you for being there, and uh, uh, Dave, thanks for having the show back on again, because when he got changed over because of the hockey games, it scared the heck out of me. Oh, you th- yeah. You thought they gave me the old boot right He's in, in the trouble. No. butt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyways, uh, thank you for answering the question. Oh, no and, problem. And uh, I will be contacting your clinic tomorrow, and uh, Dave, go back on and keep the show going, because my gosh, if I have to be a sponsor, I'll do it for you. Yeah! All right. Yeah. Thank you, Big Bob from Niagara Falls. Don't forget, it's the Heartland Animal Hospital. Yes, I know exactly where it is. Right on, brother. All right. Thank you for being there. Thank Bye-bye. you so Take much care. for the kind words. Have yourself a doggone great night, Big Bob from Niagara Falls. What a nice man. He is great. Yeah. That's a, and that's a common question, actually. That's it, yeah. And so the the ear cropping as well. Uh, you've done it before. You don't do it again. I, I never did ear cropping. Just, okay, just the tail docking. Just, just because, you know, it, because ear cropping is a ten time more painful surgery well, and go, go, more involved. Uh, more like more and, intrusive. And as far as I, I, I believe, and don't quote me on this, I think there was only one clinic in Ontario, maybe two, that still does ear cropping. Wow. And that's where everybody goes. Really? Wow. Yeah, I won't tell you where it and is because some people are with the letter. Let's not. <laughs> I will leave it alone. Yeah. Uh, what, coyotes. Yes. Recently in the news, a couple of people got bit or nipped. Yeah. Nipped by a coyote. And Why would you want to get close to them? Do, do you believe that these people tried to pet the coyote? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't. I saw pictures of it. It would look like a little nip or a scratch or a scrape. Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't like the when coyote. Some people get brave. I mean, coy- coyotes. It's said, to be, it's said to be a mother protecting the young. Could be mother protecting the young this time of year. Grimsby, oh, Grimsby area. Or, you know, Dave, like with any other wildlife encounter in, in Canada, generally, we get an animal that was wild that normally has the ability to fear people that becomes less fearful because of people's, often our behaviors, leaving food out, you know, mm-hmm. cat food, things like that, where it's lost its common sense. Um, right. And, I, you know, I don't claim to know what they what they did or didn't do, whether it's provoked or unprovoked. But, um, you know, I think we have to really respect these wild animals. They're, yes. they're just as smart, if not smarter, than your regular dog. Yes. Capable of all the same tricks. They just don't want to listen because you're not their boss. Right. Um, and so, you know, they'll... They'll work around us, but you've got to keep that fear. Don't leave your garbage out. Don't leave your cat food out. 
You know, you like to feed. I know people that like to leave food out to feed the raccoons. Well, guess what? Yes. Stop it. Yes. Stop it. Especially with rabies. Smarten We've had up. rabies. Smarten up, yeah. people. And when we walk our dogs, it's good to carry a boat air horn. Yes. When we carry a boat air horn, uh, we can uh, stop our dog uh, or from. Be- we can stop another dog from attacking our dog. Yeah. If there's a loose dog or running a at large. Yeah, or a coyote. Yeah, coming and co- coyotes will definitely attack dogs. I- I've seen dogs as big as 150 pounds to small dogs, and every year I see at least between the two practices at least three dogs that have been killed a year from wow. a coyote attack. Um, and usually it's provoked if some sort the dog runs yeah. out after it. So you need to be careful. Yeah, yeah, but I, I had a client of mine who uh, they, she said that a coyote was following her and her dog. She pulled out the boat that's air quite, horn. Quite possible. Beep, and the thing took off. And that's just fun to do. I mean, just to have a boat air horn. I mean, <laughs> don't let that stuff They're expire. Loud. I, I'd you know, scare the crap of my neighbor yeah. who's going to the washroom oh, or something. You? But certainly, and a boat air horn is really good if you catch your dog digging a hole. Sneak oh, up, nice. be- sneak up behind them, blow the boat air horn, <laughs> and they will never dig another they hole think again. They ground in it. Oh, yeah, they, they're like, what? They correlate that with the that behavior. It's fantastic. That's why I sent them to you, Dave. You Ta- got the ideas. I got all the ideas when it comes to dog behavior and rehabilitation. Uh, on behalf of Debbie and myself and Dr. Aaron Bond, we want to thank you for joining us on the Dog Talk Radio Show. All the shows are podcasted and they can be heard on Spotify. You can listen on iTunes. You can subscribe to podcasts. All the shows are archived and can also be heard on the 610ckTB.com website. So you can get your friends to listen to. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Congratulations to our contest winners and thank you to our producer. Good night, everyone. Thank you, Dr. Bond. Thank you. This segment of the show is brought to you by Nikki's Pet Spa and Essentials. Send your fur baby for a relaxing pamper at Nikki's Pet Spa and Essentials. A warm and friendly atmosphere with a variety of grooming options for cats and dogs. No kenneling and specializing in elderly and disabled pets. See in store for unique Canadian-made pet products and natural treats. For more details, see them on Facebook or call 289-474-1009. Nikki's Pet Spa and Essentials. 37 years of grooming experience in St. Catharines.